Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Thanks for joining us for AutoLine Daily, where we bring you the latest news from the wonderful world of automobiles. Chrysler announced its financial earnings for 2012, and not unexpectedly, the news is really good. The company boosted its worldwide sales by 300,000 vehicles to a total of 2.2 million units. However, Chrysler remains a company very much dependent on the U.S. market. Vehicle sales outside the U.S came to about 558,000 vehicles, up by only 20,000 units, and they now actually account for a smaller percentage of the company's total sales compared to 2011. If Chrysler is going to survive in the long run, it has to dramatically grow its sales outside of the American market. But for now, it's making hay while the sun is shining. Revenue jumped by nearly $11 billion to a total of $65.8 billion, Net income hit nearly $1.7 billion. Chrysler forecasts that sales will jump by another half a million units this year, with revenue jumping by another $10 billion, which should put another half a billion to the bottom line. As we reported yesterday, Ford posted strong financial earnings, and now its UAW employees are going to reap the benefits. They will get $8,300 profit-sharing checks. After taxes, that drops to about six grand, but economists say that will pump $380 million into the American economy because thanks to the multiplier effect, that $8,300 will generate a total of $20,000 in economic activity. Next up, salaried workers will learn what their bonuses are going to be. And speaking of automakers and earnings, Fisker just hired a consulting group to help it figure out how to save cash as it looks for a partner or a buyer. Now think about that a minute. You pay a company to come in and help you figure out how to not spend so much money. Now, why would anyone do that? Because they're desperate. No doubt about it, Fisker is in deep trouble and desperately needs to find a partner because the company could start running out of cash in just a matter of months. After hinting that he would stay on for at least part of President Obama's second term, U.S. Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood abruptly announced he will leave his position but will remain at his post until a successor is named. AutoLine viewers will remember I interviewed Mr. LaHood a year ago when he told me then that he did not plan to remain as Transportation Secretary for a second term. But you know, I get the feeling the president did not ask him to stay on, even though I think secretly Mr. LaHood would have preferred to stay in Washington. Remember. Mr. LaHood is a Republican, and the president has some patronage to pay off for his Democrat compadres. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Proven on the track and on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Wayne M. Brehab saw our report on hydraulic hybrids from Energy Dynamics and Peugeot and points out, 
On the subject of hydraulic hybrids, no one seems to be pointing out that the energy that can be stored in a reasonably sized hydraulic system is a small fraction of what can be stored in an electric system. Well, Wayne, you're right, but hydraulic hybrids allow much more of that energy to be used all at once, which is perfect for launching a vehicle, especially big heavy ones. And the fact that they cost much less than a battery system makes them attractive. The one downside? It's harder to package in a vehicle. Dave Foley loved my report on all the cars that have the letter X in their names. He says, your exemplary exhibition of the extreme overuse of the X in naming was excellent. You didn't exclude any of them either. I'm no expert, but it exasperates me too. I wish I could extrapolate on exactly where it all came from. You should repost the X story as its own excerpt. I could see it becoming a viral video explosion. <laughs> I love the suggestion. Lex heard our report on the diesel version of the Chevrolet Cruze in the U.S. market and wants to know what the price will be. I believe pricing will determine whether this vehicle makes it in North America. You know, right now it seems that diesels are costing around $1,500 over comparably equipped cars with gasoline engines. If the Chevy Cruze diesel falls in that range, it ought to do fairly well. And a bunch of you weighed in on whether the Corvette should stay within the Chevrolet brand or go off on its own, as proposed by Peter DeLorenzo. Victor Castaneda Jr. says, I think the Corvette should remain a Chevy, but I do agree with Peter's three models. Cliff59 says the Corvette definitely needs to be its own brand. Jet says a price point of 60 k is not going to get in younger new Corvette owners no matter how great the car is. That's why a real Stingray is needed, as opposed to just a Stingray. Yep, as Peter proposed, a Stingray with a base price just under 40 grand. Bradley admits that I voted for spinning off Corvette, but I have reservations. Not that I don't think that the idea is good, but rather GM historically doesn't manage separate brands well. Ouch, great point, Bradley. Kit Gerhardt also has mixed views. He says making Corvette a standalone brand would make sense for Europe and other non-U.S. regions, where Chevrolet mainly means mini cars from Korea. For the U.S. and Canada, Corvette should remain a Chevy. Hey, thanks for all these letters and comments. I know we only get to a fraction of them every week, but we do enjoy going through them all. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.